You guys thought I was smoking weed. I was just having a big burst of helium. Ooh, it's starting to wear off now. There it's gone. So why don't I need one more before we start this show? Goodness gracious, listen. Listen up, folks. You know what we're going to talk about today? This. This helium stuff. This helium stuff that is covering the world with free IoT connectivity. That's right, guys. We are talking about helium. Imagine if you lived in a world where you did not need cellular connection, you did not need Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is a thing of the past. But instead, there was a blanket of helium coverage where you could take a smart device out of the box and it would connect up to the cloud all by itself. That's what we're going to talk about today because I've been experimenting with this very technology. So hang tight. Let's get the shenanigans out of the way, play the real intro, and jump into this episode about helium. If you are an irrigation professional, old or new, who designs, installs, or maintains high-end residential, commercial, or municipal properties, and you want to use technology to improve your business, to get a leg up on your competition, even if you're an old-school irrigator from the days of hydraulic systems, this show is for you. So this is where... I remind you that it's my job to push the envelope, your envelope, on what you think you may already know. And that's what we're going to talk about today, specifically wireless, and to encourage you to think outside the start time and to unthink and relearn all things we're going to talk about today by giving you a mash of technology, mindset, lifestyle, and entrepreneurship. And today, I'm really going to hopefully expand your mind and show you something that I have learned over the last couple months that I think is very exciting and will change the future of irrigation. I'm going to say will because I feel very strongly that that it will. And the reason that I think you have to unthink and relearn or push the envelope on what you think my, you may already know, because there's two concepts that we hear a lot. Concept number one, Wi-Fi concept number two, cellular. And what I'm going to share with you today, I want to I ask the question, what if we did not need either of them? What if the world, what if the future doesn't require either of them? What if there was another option? Think about that for a minute. What if there was another option to connect a device, let's say it was an irrigation controller, to the cloud but we weren't going to use Wi-Fi and we weren't going to use cellular. How could we do it? So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm very excited because I think that part of deploying, again, we can use the word smart irrigation devices, IoT devices. Part of the problem that we have on deploying it is uh, is wireless can be difficult. Wi-Fi can be difficult. Cellular can be difficult. Not only can it be difficult, it can also be costly. It can also stop working. Okay, so all of those things make it make the adoption curve a lot slower because you sort of have to be a tech guy 
in order to make it happen. And we're not all tech guys. Okay. And I would say that Wi-Fi and cellular is easier than what I'm going to share with you. But just in general, I think that wireless is not easy. So, all right. So let's talk about the topic for today, which is helium. And I titled this helium for everyone, because I think that that really is the end is the end goal. Okay. So what is helium? The helium network is the world's largest and fastest growing wireless network in history. Okay, here we go. I'm going to say it again. The Helium Network is the world's largest wireless network in history, and it's also the fastest growing. And what blew my mind is I just found out about this, and hopefully your mind will be blown too. And when you go to helium.com and you go up into the resources section of Helium. I believe up in the top, there's a resources section and then Helium Explorer. And you can see the coverage area in where you live. Okay. And I will say that if you live in a metropolitan area like Baltimore, DC, Chicago, New York, Boston, San Jose, San Diego, Los Angeles, right? Any metro area, there is pretty much coverage already there. It is it is blanketing these cities and it is built from many independent uh, gateways that are set up. I actually put one here in, uh, in my office, and I'm going to talk about that more here in a minute. But the network is built by the people. So I believe it's also called the People's Network. And you can purchase your own Helium gateway connected to your internet, put an antenna. You can put it inside, outside, whatever, wherever you like, and you can set up your own Helium um, you know, antenna, if you will, just as if you owned land and you were being paid by Verizon and AT&T to put up a cell tower, you can put up your own, you know, helium tower. And they incentivize you to do this by giving you uh, a coin. So helium has a coin, I think it's called HNT. Yeah, I think it's called HNT. And you can earn coin by validating other uh, hotspots or gateways, and then having people use your network. You can actually earn coin. So I don't know how lucrative that is. Probably not so much as if you live out in the rural area. Maybe if you live in a city where there's a lot of devices uh, and you can validate a lot of other hotspots, maybe you can make some money. I, I don't know. Um, and actually, I should probably use this moment right here to just remind everyone that... Um, you know, th this podcast is literally just my observations. Again, this is like my, this is not my legal, my legalese, but let's just say that it is. Th this podcast is just my observations. And, you know, I may, I'm not an expert. I'm a self-trained, you know, minor expert that just knows some things about some things because I experiment a lot. I read a lot. I meet a lot of interesting people. And, you know, but I'm no quote-unquote expert on any of this, so I hope I don't misspeak. But if I do, you know, I, you're, I'm not an expert, right? I'm just a curious guy learning every day and sharing what I find with you. So you could actually stop this episode right now. Just go to helium.com, search up Helium Network on YouTube, and you can find out, you know, everything that you want to know about the Helium Network. So the Helium Network, because it is, I don't want to use the word free, because it's not technically free, but because there is already coverage, just like there's cell cellular coverage everywhere, 
And we're, we're talking about devices that are mostly uh, LoRa, okay? And long-range radio is basically what that stands for. Low power, long-range, and that's really the difference between, let's say, Wi-Fi or cellular. Wi-Fi was really built to handle tons, heavy bandwidth, right? Lots of data, streaming games, videos on your TV, you know, streaming lots of information. But if you just wanted to send, you know, one, um, you know, one piece of data, let's say it's the outdoor air temperature, and you wanted to send it to a cloud server, and you wanted to send it once every five minutes, you could do that with a very small device with a battery life that can be five years or longer. You just put this little device out there. It has a LoRa radio in it. It's connected to helium, and you can update temperature to a cloud server for a very long time on battery without anything else, okay? So that's kind of the, the premise, if I've explained that right, is it's a people-powered wireless network for lower, lower bandwidth, longer distance so that we can have, so that we can all connect more devices that become smaller in nature without using Wi-Fi or cellular. Wi-Fi is also very power hungry. It needs a lot of power. So battery powered Wi-Fi devices just, you know, don't work very well because you have to have a big battery or a solar panel. So this, this long range wireless LoRa uh, seems to be working pretty pretty well. I, I also think that you know one of the downsides is latency. Uh, you know you typically see with LoRa like updates every three to five minutes versus like every minute or every every ten seconds. So if you're monitoring something in in real time and you have to have a thirty second threshold that you need to um, manage by, this might not be the solution. But for simply sending data to the cloud, it is pretty amazing. So let's think about. Outside of the irrigation industry, let's just think about some devices that might benefit from this. You know, one that comes to mind would be dog collars, right? Think about a dog collar. Think about a little dog and how and a, and a dog collar that might look like an underground fence collar. You know, could you put Wi-Fi in that? Yes. Could the dog go very far away? No. What if the dog ran a mile down the street? Oh, now he's out of Wi-Fi range. Can't find him anymore. Could you put cellular in a dog collar? Maybe. The dog collar would be a lot bigger because cellular uh, chips are a lot, mm, I shouldn't say they're a lot bigger. They're not actually a lot bigger, but the power to run cellular and keep cellular connected all the time requires a, a larger device. So in this case, we'd say, all right, we could put a LoRa radio chip in the dog collar and we could connect it to the helium network so that if there was a helium network all over the city, that dog could run, could get out of the fence, run five miles away, but you could still be connected. You could still know where the dog is because the caller is transmitting back to the cloud. So that's one use case. Um, another one that I think of might be, say, vehicle tracking, where you need to know where your vehicle is. And if every minute that small uh, device just piped a location, you know, lat and long, up to the cloud once, uh, once every couple minutes, you would know where it is, and it would have a battery, and you could have it installed on the vehicle for a very long time. Traffic lights, you know, let's say motion sensors, motion detection, weather monitoring, temperature, humidity, rainfall, wind speed, you know, all of these devices that typically you would need to run an Ethernet cable to, put on a Wi-Fi network, um, install a cellular gateway. You can now do that using 
uh, Laura on the Helium network. And really, you know, that kind of that benefit to the Helium network is that you don't need your own gateway. So certainly you can use the LoRa protocol and put it in really any device that you want to, but then you still might need to have a gateway that is connected to, let's say, backhauling to Wi-Fi, then piped up to your cloud. So you still would have the cost of that gateway, the maintenance on that gateway, locating that gateway on the outside of the building. And so every time you'd be putting in one of these devices, you'd be putting in gateway. But with Helium, you don't need the gateway. The device talks directly through the Helium network to your server, and therefore the device can roam around, as we're talking about dogs and vehicles, but for a single fixed site that let's say we were going to monitor the temperature at, you would not need to install your own gateway. Okay, It would just connect directly to the cloud. Um, one other example I thought of you know, just this morning as I was making a couple notes for this episode is a mailbox. I, you know, For me, let's just use my house as an example. Wi-Fi does not reach my mailbox. And the other wireless uh, network protocols that are used for smart things in the home, like Zigbee and Z-Wave and Matter, they don't have a very long range either. So let's say... I wanted to build a sensor that would know when the latch on my mailbox was opened or closed and could send me a notification. So I would know exactly when my mail was delivered and what time. And I'm not saying we, that this would actually be a good idea. This is just an example. I would need some kind of a wireless signal that's longer than Wi-Fi and could stay battery-powered for a very long time. And that's where, th- that's where this helium using LoRa comes in. So if we had a device we could put on a mailbox and we could, uh, let's say in, in a city, I'm just going to make up, let's say the suburbs of Boston. We were going to make, you know, 20,000 of these devices. Each device could have a LoRa in it and it could automatically populate through the Helium network to our cloud server. Nothing else required. Literally install, plug and play, connected to the server, through the Helium network by just simply like scanning a QR code. It can literally be, be that easy. And that was, that's what was so kind of exciting to me when I learned about Helium is that I thought, holy cow, you don't even need a gateway. I mean, part of this technology is either getting the Wi-Fi information from the homeowner or the commercial property, having to deal with Wi-Fi when it goes down and or they change the login information or using cellular. And cellular comes with a fairly, well, price is relative. It, it comes with a price, right? You know, cellular is coming with a 10 to 20 to 30 to 40 dollar per month plan where the Helium network does not. I ran, ran a little calculator that you can find on the Helium network website. And it was something like I, I put in, you know, something like 50 devices. Let's say I had 50 devices and they were sending information to the cloud server once every three minutes. It was something like $7 a month, okay, 50 devices. So let's say you put a soil uh, temperature sensor. You could put 50 devices at 50 clients' properties to report the temperature, and it would cost you 7 bucks. Then just start thinking about it. What, what, how useful would it be to know the soil temperature at 50 sites if you are trying to know when to put down your pre-emergent. Wouldn't you want to know when that soil's finally 
55 degrees. And you could, in the future, you will be able to do this. These devices will exist. Put that soil temperature right in the soil. Shit, might as well put a sensor that has soil moisture, that has pH, that has EC in the ground, connect it to helium, and you will have that information at your fingertips. So that's, uh, that's why it's very exciting because two things. Number one, it's gotten enough traction where there's something like over 600,000 hotspots in 47,000 cities. Like this thing is worldwide, yet most people don't know about it. And you may be listening to this and know all about it. And if you do contact me, I would love to talk to you. But just thinking through like my social network of people that I know, not in our industry, I don't, I don't know anybody that knows about helium. So yet there's helium hotspots in my city down the road, but still nobody knows about it. So it's really grown quickly. And I think at this rate, it'll grow even faster and it will enable us to connect smaller devices to the cloud and have that data. So let's see, let me tell you about how I installed my own gateway. So I bought a, I bought a Helium gateway. You can find them at seedstudio.com. That's with three E's, S-E-E-E-D-studio.com. I think it was maybe 550 bucks. And I connected it to its dual parts. So the gateway, the point of a gateway is it sort of... Um, connects two things together. So on the downstream side, it has LoRa. On the upstream side, it connects to my Wi-Fi here at my office. And then I actually bought a little external antenna just to, just to test it out. I configured it on the Helium network. It probably took me five minutes. It couldn't be any easier. And then the next day, it populated in the Helium network. I can see it on the map. And it is talking to another another Helium gateway validated my gateway. That's part of this, um, how this system works, is the other gateways validate each other to make sure that they're up and running. I had another gateway validate my gateway from four kilometers away. Like, that is how far. You could have a LoRa Helium gate, uh, device four kilometers away from my gateway and it's still picking up the data. All right, that's like, that is unheard of. Wi-Fi, you're looking at 300 feet. Long-range Wi-Fi, you're looking at, you know, 600-ish to, to 1,000 feet. And then you have like, um, you know, other 900 megahertz spectrum type radios that you're still looking at like, you know, 1,000 to 2,000 feet, which is fine, you know, for just a regular, you know, single site, or it can be fine for a regular single site. But this helium network totally just just blows the uh, blows the door wide open. Not only for distances from your gateway that you may install to a device, but the fact that there's gateways all over these cities. So if one gateway goes down, there's another gateway uh, that the device can connect to. All right. So uh, I think I'll finish this episode by just encouraging you to go look at helium. And then start thinking about what could you, what, what would this unlock? What do you think that this new, new technology could do for us in the landscape and irrigation industry? What type of sensors could we be using that would be really helpful for your business? 
And I think that's kind of an interesting thing to think about. Next time you're with some, you know, some pals having a beer, you know, you can talk about the game last night, or you could talk about what data would you love to pull up on your phone from your 1,000 customers to help drive decisions in your business. You know, I think that all of these sensors that are coming in the future, the whole point of them is to provide insights so you can um, provide better services more efficiently and better using real-time data instead of, you know, predictive uh, data. So, yeah, take a look at Helium. Uh, trying to think if there's anything else that that stands out to me uh, about it, and I think it's just you know picturing that that bigger smart that smart city um, of the future, and kind of knowing that there's a difference in what we do on our phones. So when we think cellular, what we do on our phones, which is very data intensive, versus you know just having one data point sent up to a cloud like temperature or rainfall, you know, hell, wouldn't it be awesome if you could put a, um, you know, a precip sensor on every site with built in helium. So you knew the exact amount of rainfall at all of your, all of your sites, but you didn't have to pay cellular service fees or install your own gateway. That's what I'm talking about. It's literally the future's here because helium is here. Somebody built it and it just hasn't been distributed yet. The future is here. It's just not distributed yet. If you've already played with Helium, reach out to me, contact me on LinkedIn. I'd love to talk to you, find out what you're doing with it and how it's been working. And if you have not used Helium, you can go to the Seed Studio website, as I mentioned before, with three E's, S-E-E-E-D, Studio, and you can buy some devices. Uh, You can buy soil sensors, temperature sensors, light sensors. You can buy all these things, and they're not very expensive, a couple hundred bucks. And you could deploy one. Uh, I would say first, just take a look at the map, the helium map, make sure there's helium coverage. And that's all that's needed. You don't need to buy your own gateway unless you're building your own, you know, helium hotspot. I had to do that here at my office because there was not coverage. So I added to the network. But if you're in a big city, check out the helium.com, go to the resources, look at explore, see if you have coverage, buy a device, install it and play around with it, experiment with it. Let's see what we can do with it. So That's all I had, guys. I hope this one was a little bit informative on some new wireless technology that is coming out, and I'm excited to play with it. I'm excited to learn how you guys use it too. That's all for today. Thank you so much for following along, and uh, I'm going to go take another helium rep, all right? Here we go. Oh yeah, going off into the weekend high on helium. One, two, three, I am floating up to the clouds.